the chairperson will join uh, soon. Uh, we'll just give him a few minutes. Uh, he's also experienced. Already, uh, I hope I'll stay connected. Uh, may I just check before we do the formalities of opening up the meeting, if we have uh, the required quorum to proceed. Uh, definitely, Chairperson, we may proceed with the meeting. We have the we have enough numbers to proceed. Thank you, Chair. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Ngom. Uh, honorable members, uh, greetings to yourselves, um, as I also uh, greet uh, Recording in progress. Deputy Minister, I swear, 
the department, uh, MTDA entity as led by the board. Fellow South Africans who are following us in the different uh, platforms, as well as uh, uh, those uh, civil society and other interested stakeholders who would have joined uh, our platform today. We are indeed uh, meeting at a time uh, when the country uh, once was faced with a disaster that needs all of us to keep those affected in our prayers, as well as make contributions in different ways in the way South Africans are known of uh, that of human solidarity with those that uh, may be facing difficulties as we would have done before, not only in the country, but also uh, in the world when others are faced with uh, difficult situations. Of course, this uh, requires as we look at uh, those that are coming before the committee today, uh, the government communication and information uh, systems department, as well as its entity that looks at uh, community media, that we need to do whatever it's possible to keep the nation informed especially recognition of the efforts of the ordinary people on the ground who are showing in different ways the need to still have solidarity with each other. And that we do so in a way that also rebuke uh, fake news that may also be propelled in this period as these may distract the attention of the country and its people to the work at hand, which is that of helping those that are affected. And that happens when we also uplift the stories of those that are doing well as ordinary citizens, NGOs, dedicated uh, government employees who are making sure that services are delivered. And if we do so, would indeed uh, dispel the narrative that everybody who is in the public service may be corrupt before even any act of corruption is committed. So we need to deal with that. Uh, narrative by also promoting, as I said, good stories of ordinary citizens, NGOs, and other dedicated government employees who are ready to give service uh, to our people. Most of them, as I said, NGOs and members of society who are not uh, expected to be rewarded in any way post this, except for us as a country to recognize their efforts um, that 
if we were to do that, it will have a great deal in focusing the country to uh, the, the task at hand. Of course, we are also meeting, having heard the commitment of the country as represented by His Excellency, the President of the Republic, Honorable Sarah Ramaphosa, addressing the nation uh, last night. And I think as the country uh, would really have to rally behind that message and ensure that the efforts of government and all the partners that they're working with are indeed about serving the people. Sadly, we would also have received uh, sad news of the passing on of Mr. Tabo Masebe, uh, which is in circulation, uh, a well-known government uh, communications uh, uh, communicator of, uh, of times. And of course, it is not just Gauteng that may have lost uh, out of his service, but the country uh, generally, in particular those that have been in the government communication space uh, uh, for some time. And, and our condolences go to family, friends, and, and everybody else in the country uh, who have been directly or indirectly affected by this uh, passing on. Uh, honorable uh, members, um, having made those uh, brief remarks and that we are corrading, we would uh, then as a way of dispensing with formalities, uh, take uh, the apologies uh, after I've just outlined the rules so that we also do not disturb uh, the person that will be on the platform on apologies received. Uh, that we are just reminded quickly of the rules uh, on this platform. Uh, firstly, that at all times we keep our mics muted, video camera off, uh, unless you are recognized by the chairperson. In that case, the chair would recognize you to speak and you'll unmute your mic as well as switch your video camera on. In a case where you experience network uh, connectivity challenges, please do indicate uh, so that we also allow you to switch off your video camera uh, in a way that uh, maximizes your bandwidth as well as uh, allowing us to follow uh, your presentation or points you are making on the platform. In a situation where people would lose connection and reconnect to the meeting, just ensure that at all times when you reconnect to the meeting, that uh, your mic is muted, the video camera is off to avoid uh, distractions that may be made by background sounds that the mic would be picking up as mics are sensitive uh, and would pick up any sound from the background. So this would help us uh, have a smooth running meeting with less uh, disruptions. On point of orders, members as a guide are also advised not to raise a necessary point of orders to a point of collapsing the meeting uh, at this uh, platform. But the same rules would apply that you would keep your mic muted even if you were to raise a point of order 
until you are recognized by the chairperson of the meeting, in which case you'll be allowed to proceed to raise the point of order. Having said all that, uh, honorable members, uh, like I said, you're welcome now to the meeting. We would then uh, allow committee support to speak to apologies that may have been received for purposes of record. Over to you, uh, Mr. Nuno. Thank you, Chairperson. Once again, good morning to you and good morning to, other, uh, to the members, uh, the Deputy Minister uh, and colleagues that are on the platform. Uh, we only have one apology, which came from the Office of the Minister in the Presidency, Mr. Montlikungubele. is unfortunately not able to attend this meeting. He will be today attending a signing uh, ceremony of the United Nations uh, Sustainable Development Corporation Framework, uh, but has since delegated the Deputy Minister to attend. That is the only apology that we have for this morning, Chairperson, and thank you very much. Um, thank you, Mr. Ngoma. Um, of course, I'm not sure if you would have not received uh, uh, the apology for, uh, which would have been forwarded to Ajira, uh, because I don't see here the members, but I, I did get an indication um, that uh, Honorable uh, Bodlani may join us late. Maybe if she has joined, that would be fine. In case not, uh, the indication was that there are connectivity issues regarding uh, load shedding on the side and may join the meeting as it proceeds. Uh, I have also been informed that uh, Honorable, uh, okay, Honorable Bolan has just uh, shown that she's now on the platform. Also, a standing apology of uh, Honorable Ntembu, who's still not uh, well. I'm not sure if she's been able to uh, finally, finally connect, but that's the indication from uh, uh, the committee secretary, Ajira, at the time before she was uh, not able to get it. So if we can take those apologies also on, on board. Uh, I take it that... Uh, that that's that's clear. Will then uh, honourable members work on getting to uh, business of the day, where we are considering as we flag the agenda, where we are considering uh, uh, the adoption of the program, as well as uh, a, a presentation that we would get uh, from. GCIS on annual performance plan and budget, and the MDDA as as well. And, and of course, the MDDA also needed to give us a report on outstanding matters on governance issues uh, as uh, it relates to the meeting we've had previously. I think as a way of uh, guiding the meeting, I want to confirm that indeed there has been a report with regard to 
a GCIS presentation and a report on from the MDDA on the APP. But the matters that we said outstanding, there's not been a report circulated uh, to members, meaning that we have not received such a report. And as I say, in guiding the meeting so that we do not <laughs> discuss without information before us and only rely on what could be in the media space uh, on, on the happenings in, the, in an entity. Uh, would then plead uh, with members that we take only the report that we have received, which relates to the APP of MDDA when we get to MDDA. And that the report on the outstanding matters would approach as follows. We would make an application to have the MDDA coming before the committee. Uh, to deal with those matters and in guiding uh, what we need to be responded to as a committee, uh, the content advisor would uh, look at the report that was presented to us by the MTDA, which has not been contested by the MTDA in its presentation. And that's the basis on which we're working on that report. Uh, that the report has not been withdrawn. It has not been contested in the meeting, including the summary that we would need the MDDA to come back and report to the committee. That then the, <clears throat> the content advisor would then advise on the specific questions we have asked on the matters that we needed feedback on so that the, that report could be circulated to the members before we get to such a meeting, which will allow members to do also uh, their own research and be able to make informed contributions uh, in that meeting. We do this as part of the oversight work we need to do with the entities. <clears throat> so it is not only the MDDA just to be clear on the matter. It's also that the GCIS has got an entity oversight unit that does oversight on the entities uh, that report to GCIS. We would also want to uh, also get a report on the day uh, from the entity oversight uh, on the interventions that could have been made uh, and, and whether action plans that have been agreed upon are being implemented as they have more time uh, and regularity of reports that get received. So in that score, it will then help us to, to make informed uh, uh, decisions. And, and I think the point to really make so that uh, there's no confusion about what we have asked for uh, is that we would... Uh, be very clear on this. The, the, the report we need emanates from a quarterly report. And yes, there may be new developments in the MDDA where we have uh, an issue of the CEO, which matter we are told has been uh, referred to uh, the CCMA. And it has never been 
our role to be either the union nor the employer uh, for us to discuss uh, contract-related matters uh, or operational matters. However, if those would affect the governance of the entity, we should also be taken into confidence and will be able to make uh, the necessary contributions as the stability of these entities, it's our concern. So I thought members, I should clarify this point so that when we get to the actual item, it's already understood that we do not have such a report before us and would want space to have that discussion with the MTDA and the entity oversight of the department. And that for today we'll consider the APP, which was already circulated and members would have gone through. So I'm doing this so that uh, when the deputy minister uh, takes platform, uh, this is understood honorable uh, members. So in that score, we would, as we usually do, give the deputy uh, minister, honorable uh, Tim Swear, to speak to us as a way of introducing both GCIS and uh, the MTDA that's coming before us to present the APPs. This also presents an opportunity uh, to the Deputy Minister to take the committee into confidence on any matter of public interest uh, that South Africans should also know about. Uh, thereafter, we will then take the presentation uh, in the order it appears on the agenda starting with GCIS, as well as the MTDA, would uh, indeed afford 20 minutes to uh, GCIS, taking into account that, as I said, they also deal with entity oversight, and of course take uh, the, the MTDA uh, for 15 minutes, uh, so that will be 35 minutes. We take that at once, and uh, honorable members will take a note of what they want to raise and then only raise it after the second presentation. That will maximize our time and ensuring that uh, qualitatively we can engage before we lose uh, many of those that have indicated uh, that they may lose uh, connectivity because of uh, plant load shedding in their spaces. Uh, I take it, honorable members, that that is much clearer. Uh, that's that's how we're going to approach uh, today's presentation. Uh, Deputy Minister, Honorable Swahir. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Chairperson. I hope I'm audible. Uh, I'm also in a load shedding challenge. Uh, so I, 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 I hope that you can be able to hear me. The connectivity is a problem. Let me start by greeting yourself, great members of the committee, my colleagues from MDDA and GCIS, MDDA led by the board chair, Mr. Tlangani Matebula, and from the GCIS, the DG, DG Pumla Williams and the team, and, and everybody else, and and South Africans, I'm thinking and I'm assuming that uh, 
the committee might be streamed on, on the parliamentary YouTube and so on. No, uh, indeed, we are going to the two entities will will present the, the report as you have stipulated. Just, just on a few highlights, I also don't want necessarily to go into detail. They'll go into detail just to take you into confidence in relation to what you have requested, Chair. Uh, just to say that uh, the issue in relation to what is already in the media about the MDDA, we have received a report or a notification rather from the board to inform us that they have suspended the CEO and that they will keep us abreasted in relation to the issues. So that is that is as far as, as the issue is. You'd remember that the CEO is accountable to the, to the board and we are trustful that the board in due time will come back to us and update us in relation to whatever process that they're engaged in. We, we are not, the issue is still sub care because she's suspended and I want to assume that the legal processes which they might be embarking on. And when when they have come back to us, we'll come back to the committee to, to come and give you a concrete response in relation to what is it that is, is being done. In And also just um, to touch on what you had spoken about, uh, when the, the, the situation in KZN started, the GCIS uh, formed part of, of the provincial uh, structure together with the provincial net joint, together with COXTA and the provincial government in relation to doing some work. Um, subsequent to that, yesterday, the president then in, informed the nation that is a national state of disaster. And then immediately a national net joint was formed. And the GCIS is also part of that. Part of the work which they have been able to do, which they are also going to continue to do, but of course at a national, at a national space, um, they have been engaged together with the provincial government and Coxa, like I indicated, in relation to, to loud hailing, media, media briefings and media coordination. I'm sure you have also seen a, a various a members of cabinet going there that has also been coordinated by GCIS. Uh, also, the the, the the social media communication and just coordinating information even to the locals through loud hailing to inform our people that these are the drop-in centers, these are the areas where you can go for shelter, but also just to inform and take into confidence of Africans in relation to what, what is happening and coordination of information as a whole. So they have been doing that at the provincial level and uh, from yesterday, like I indicated, the, the, the matter has been escalated to a national net joint and, and we're going to continue to, 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 do, to do the work. Um, of course, you know, with disasters, what I just want to submit to the committee as we'll be engaging is that you must also feel free to make contributions in relation to where do you think we also need to add uh, so that we can, we can find a, a, a better outcome. Uh, of course, lives have been lost, condolences and so on but we can be able to bet, to better manage it. And I think that as South Africans, it has all affected us in an unplanned and uncoordinated way. We're doing everything in our power, but I think we, we still have room uh, from a communication point of view. You can also highlight to us where you think maybe we need to tighten and improve so that we can be able to do a better job. So I'm going to request that in the order of, 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 the, of the program, the agenda, we allow uh, colleagues to take the committee through so that we can be able to, to engage with the report. 
Uh, if I'm in and out, it's because of, of the network, but I am here so that we can also be able to engage and clarify where committee members would need um, clarity. And I'm just also going to reemphasize, like you said, Chair, that my colleagues, as you present, if maybe you can go try and go straight to the issues and not let's speak to the report and not necessarily do page by page, but because also we must take into account the challenges of, of load shedding and how it affects the network so that we don't deprive other colleagues of an opportunity to be able to participate. So speaking to the report would be would be much, much, much better and time saving so that there can be more time to, for, for engagement. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, um, Deputy Minister. Uh, as I said, we'll then take GCIS. Uh, I'm sure uh, DG uh, Williams will be able to direct your team. Uh, thereafter, we'll take uh, MDDA without uh, taking a break uh, in between uh, so that uh, we can be able to time ourselves better. So you have 20 minutes. Uh, it starts uh, now. Thank you very much, Chairperson, and greetings to the honorable members and greetings also to the DM and thank you for, for the intro and uh, good morning to my colleagues from the MDDA. Uh, Chairperson, as you had said, we will try and also advised by the DM, we will try and talk to our presentation because I believe it has already been uh, circulated but allow me also, Chairperson, to also pay tribute to Mr. Tabo Masebe, who was once a regular uh, member of the GCIS delegation to this portfolio committee, a seasoned government communicator, and a true dedicated public servant. We, as GCIS, would also like to extend our deepest con uh, condolences to the family of Masebe, and, and to us as a, a government communication fraternity, we also feel the loss of that family. And Chairperson, going into our presentation, I am with the delegation that will assist me, but we will certainly assure you that we will keep to the time. Uh, I have the DDG uh, of Content Processing, Rehoma Vimbela, and together with the CFO, Toby Sasoti, and also the acting DDG in Michael's uh, portfolio, who's still on leave, Ms. Muipeng Tswane. They will be assisting me, but just as an intro uh, chair, is just to, to, to re-emphasize that our mandate is drawn from the constitution, that we whatever we do, we seek to make sure that we close the def information deficit to our society by providing the information to the citizenry. We also have the mandate of making sure that we coordinate the communication and ensure some kind of coherence in the message that is coming out from government uh, as a whole. So and in that way, we just want to highlight also some of the products that assist us in actualizing this coordination, the national communication policy that we can uh, which was signed off by cabinet is on our website. We've also a communication handbook 
that guides communicators how they should conduct themselves. And we also provide a communication framework. And we have a whole range of forums, which I think my colleagues, when they articulate some of the, the targets and indicators and activities, will also reflect some of the forums that we have that assist communicators in making sure that they remain consistent to the ethos of government communication and the ethos of the public service as a whole. We also want to also indicate that we continue to have a presence. Uh, Initially, Chairperson, we used to have a presence predominantly in provinces, but with the district development model, we have also tried to bring down our communication at a district level in supporting all the the district plans uh, continuously. We also want to say that in the past two years, we've really had a very successful content communication campaign around COVID. And I'm saying the last two years because you will see in our presentation, we are now scaling down on the messaging, but not completely stopping it, but scaling down because I think the funding Uh, around the communication campaign on COVID has not been renewed. So I think we are going to be scaling down in some of our uh, uh, campaign. And Chairperson just is also highlighting that as the GCIS, we've really had a very successful governance framework activities around accountability with the resources that Parliament had allocated to us But we are also saying that we have not been spared with the budget cuts, but we want to assure the the members that we have tried as much as we possibly can with the limited resources that are appropriated through the parliament to close the information gap within our society, because we do appreciate that information is power. We also want to say that we have continued to be alive to the manner in which communication is consumed by society, the coming into the space of of social media with its challenges has also been part of what we have been grappling with. So our our colleagues at this point, I will hand over to my colleagues to just further unpack what we are seeking to do with the limited resources, because you will see some of our targets we are scaling them down because the budget have been has been re- removed. So I think at this point, I'd like to invite Zobisa to also talk to the program one and also to, to maybe talk to the CFO so that we, we save the time, combine program one and also simultaneously talk to the finances and then hand over to Reho, who will talk to the content. Thank you, Chair. Zobisa? Uh, thank you, DG. Good morning, Honorable Chairperson and Honorable Members on the platform. I will take you through Program 1, APP targets, as well as the budget for GCIS. Uh, for 2022-2023, we have uh, two targets, which is the maintaining the vacancy rate of below 10%, as well as also ensuring that our governance reports are made available and presented to the Audit Committee. We had a target of clean audit, but due to the fact that for the past seven years we have achieved clean audits, uh, we have uh, decided to <coughs> remove the target at the APP level, but uh, let it remain at the at the 
AOP level so that we monitor and ensure that we don't regress from what we have been achieving over the past years. In terms of the budget, um, as the DG have said, we have seen uh, serious budget cuts over the MTF period. Uh, over the period, we are estimating that our allocation will be around 2.1 billion. For 2022-23, we are located at 719.9 million. For 2023-24, we are located at 714.9 with a reduction of 5 million from the current financial year. And then we see an increase in the 2024-25 of uh, with a budget of 736.8 million. Uh, the budget structure depicts that uh, our evolving economic reality of the declining and stagnating budget, as you have seen over the seven-year horizon, and also as a country we are bombarded with the declining economy, high rate of unemployment, as well as the high inflation. <coughs> uh, I would like to inform that the chairperson that over the MTF period, we have not only lost the financial support from Treasury, but we have also lost 43 posts, 42 posts over the MTF period. We have lost um, the post from 510 headcount. It has been reduced to 468 so that it fits into the COE budget that we have been allocated over the MTF period. We have also seen a decline in the goods and services budget which means that uh, we have to make sure that <clears throat> we offer and use other means to bridge the gap on, on the APP targets that we have to reduce that the teacher has spoken about. Also on capital budget, we have also seen a decline. We are located to 2.1 for the capital budget. And we're saying that as CIS, we had planned to ensure that we are digitizing some of our services and we had uh, submitted uh, a submission to Treasury requesting a budget of around 39.9 million over the MTF period so that we augment our IT infrastructure as well as increase our bandwidth, both at head office as well as at provinces, including the districts. But however, we haven't received any approval for the capital budget. And we're saying that as a GCIS, we are in the environment where the communication environment is changing and we have to make sure that we are alive and we are aligned to those changes to make sure that our infrastructure, especially the communication infrastructure, it should be in line and also it should be compatible with the other stakeholders that we are working with, meaning the SABC and other, and other communication platforms. So if that infrastructure is not upgraded, then we might be unable to connect with those uh, stations. Uh, Chairperson, I think that is the end of the budget. Thank you. Over to you, Rafa. Um, thank you, Gobisa. Uh, thank you, um, Honorable uh, Chairperson and Honorable Members, um, our Deputy Minister and DG. Um, the program that I'll present on is um, Content processing and dissemination, and the purpose of the of the of the program is really just to provide strategic leadership in government communication to ensure coherent, coordinated, and consistent quality and impact government communications. 
The outcomes in the program is really just to ensure that we have uh, informed and empowered citizens. And um, the other outcome is to ensure that we um, have a transformed uh, digital and print media platforms and community media. So in the program, we have uh, four units. Um, I'll, go, I'll take you through the one unit. Um, one, um, I'll take you through the units one by one. So in products and platforms, uh, this is where we, we, we actually produce different material, printed um, and digital platforms that are, are aimed at reaching the citizens. Uh, I'm sure you, you are aware of uh, Vuku Zenzele. Um, we print um, the, um, we, we actually distribute 10.2 million copies per annum. However, we had to reduce that uh, target of uh, printed copies due to budgetary constraints that have already been outlined by the CFO. Um, uh, but at the same time, we're increasing our digital footprint. So we've introduced a digital uh, platform. But um, as you know, that when you introduce uh, an app, so we have this um, as, an, uh, as an app that can be downloaded via a Google Play Store. Uh, it needs to be promoted, and that's where um, we are failing short uh, because of budgetary constraints. Um, the others that we do is um, a language, language, a translations of languages. And um, growing also on our digital platforms, we spoke about um, digital communication, making sure, I mean, even now during these devastating times of the floods, that we uh, communicate via uh, online platforms. Um, we've also um, grown in that area. And then we've got another area, which is policy and research, where we actually guide and uh, make sure that communication messages are coordinated, as the DG has already outlined, to make sure that uh, government speaks with one voice. So um, every morning we issue out uh, key messages and uh, from last night when the president went on the podium and um, pronounced that um, you know the, we're going on to a national state of disaster, key messages were, were disseminated to province, to the different uh, departments, uh, to the different ministries to make sure that um, we speak with one voice are uh, all aligned. And um, there was a concern um, earlier on uh, the, the, the key messages only being done on, um, you know, the way we report, we say excluding weekends and public holidays, maybe when you get hold of the the, the report, but uh, the, the the public holidays, it means it's over and above um, as per the, the, the situation of yesterday. And uh, in addition to that, we do actual research. So we go out and do surveys uh, just to get the perception of citizens on government priorities so that we, we are aligned and um, our programs speak to what the citizens' um, perception is on the ground. Um, we've got um, another unit, which is Communication Services Agency. This is where we do the media plans, uh, campaigns of other departments. Um, um, uh, for example, um, you know, like uh, the, the media buying unit has got also a sophisticated uh, targeting system. Um, and, um, you know, the, the, the issue of budget has been mentioned many times, but I'll mention it again that um, having um, adequate budget enables us to be able to, to go through the media plans and make sure that the message is targeted and reaches the right um, um, uh, um, um, citizens. 
Um, we have um, a radio and graphic design unit where we produce a, a radio products and services. The target for for this annual, um, um, you know, the annual target is five hundred uh, radio products, and this is where we do coverage. Uh, for example, the district model broadcast, uh, we, we cover it from there so that we broadcast to as many community radio stations as, as possible. We actually have a, a service where uh, through Centec we're able to, to broadcast to all the community radio stations and we do that um, for free. We don't expect them to pay for that service to us. Um, and that is also something that uh, requires budget. We do news, bulletin, news bulletins on a daily basis to and three every day and provide to, to the community radio station. So it actually shows what a critical uh, platform this is to make sure that um, the, the community stations are also informed and they informed um, the, 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 the citizens. The media policy is really about transforming the media environment. And uh, on March the 21st, we launched the Marketing and Advertising um, Council. Um, it's a council that is aimed at transforming that uh, industry, which is um, has been a really a laggard in, uh, in transformation. And um, efforts are really being made. The council is appointed and they've already started having their first meeting um, to, 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 to get that process going. Thank you very much. Muipeng is our last presenter, Muipeng. Thank you, DG, and good morning to the chair and members of the committee and to the minister and colleagues from the MDDA. Uh, um, sorry, DG. So, sorry, uh, DG. Yes, uh, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I said that this could not be seen. There's been a request, really, that when you are referring to a particular slide, uh, just to also get the oh, others in the audience to know what we're talking about uh, would help. But I saw that that message could not be right. So I'm just doing it so that even with the MDDA, we okay. would not get to that. Uh, uh, please, thank you. Thanks. Our, our apology, Chair. Muipeng, can you make reference to the slides that you are talking to, please? Thank you, Dichi. I am talking to the slides around intergovernmental coordination. No, no. I was just saying if you can show the slide you are talking to, it's for the other uh, audience uh, participants. Oh, so you are suggesting we fly? You are suggesting we? Yes, the study, the the slide that you may be talking to. Remember, you said we said talk to the uh, to the presentation. Not oh, I see. I see. But for those who do okay. not have. Document with them. It seems there's ah. a struggle to follow. Yes. Okay. Sure you, you get the correction. Yeah. Uh, are you able to flight the slides to Obisa so that Mwipen um, can talk to it? Yes, Gigi, I'm present. I'm presenting the slides. Uh, I'm just also uh, busy trying uh, to get Miss Sokwe to be co-host so that she's oh. able to share the document. 
Thanks. I think Ms. Sotri can now share. She has uh, co-host rights, so she should be able to share the document now. Thank you. Is it visible from your side? Yes, yes, it yes, is. Uh, yes, it is. Just do on the slideshow and then go to Moipeng's uh, presentation. Mui Yeah, just go to Mui Peng's uh, slides. Yes, DJ, I'm on program three. I, it, I'm not sure others whether they see it. It, it, it doesn't show. It doesn't like, show. It doesn't show. It doesn't. Mm, let me stop and reshare. Is it showing now? Yeah, I think I think uh, we are on program three. Mwipeng? Thank you, Chair. I think uh, the first slide is around the branch, uh, intergovernmental communication and stakeholder management, which is built up with uh, two chief directorates who are coordinating the work of the clusters and the media engagement chief directorate, as well as the provincial and local liaison chief directorate. Basically, we, the anticipated outcomes are around improved relations with the media, the well-functioning government communication system, and informed and, and, and empowered citizens. If I may go through straight to the targets, uh, you may go to the next slide, Professor, thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, we, we, we have planned 24 engagement between government officials and senior journalists on government key programs in the national strategic plan. Basically, this we refer to this as technical briefings where we provide broader context to the senior journalists and members of the media on the, the programs that we are undertaking as government so that they can also have a proper context on the rationale behind some of the, the programs. We also have ordinary uh, media briefings, post-cabinet meetings, as well as uh, statements that we, we normally issue. And the, targets is, the target is 17 uh, chairperson and members of the committee. And we also provide support to some of the government departments who undertake- We have lost you, maybe. We can hear. Can hear. We can, can I hear. 
Can Am I audible? Proceed. Okay, yeah. thank you, Chair. Uh, we also provide support to uh, government departments who undertake media uh, briefings to unpack some of the content around their, 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 their portfolios and, and other uh, policies of, of government. In terms of the target uh, uh, with uh, our engagements with a uh, head of communication in the national sphere, uh, chairperson and members of the committee, we are having a target of two engagements. Basically what we're trying to do is to uh, enhance coordination in the national sphere especially around key campaigns like the one that we are running with the, on the KZN floods. We coordinate communicators so that we can be on the same page. We share content and we also provide research findings that my colleague from branch two has alluded to. In terms of harmonizing communication in the internal, uh, 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 with public servants, if I may put it that way, we normally have sessions where we call on all internal communication practitioners so that they can also serve as messengers in their respective departments to make sure that they have the right content as well as messaging of government on key, on key, key campaigns. And the four communication campaigns in the next point is our target. Basically, it's around communication, around economic recovery program of government, GBVF, crime and corruption, as and, and service delivery related communication. In terms of capacity building, chair and members of the committee, we have uh, uh, planned to undertake 20 communication training opportunities. Basically, we dedicate this uh, training to new entrants in the communication system. We also do refresher sessions, given the, dyna the dynamic nature of communication as a discipline. And we also undertake capacity building interventions to political principles to support them in terms of you know, dispatching government, government communication. In terms of the development communication, this is with regards to the provincial and local liaison uh, chief directory and chair. We, we plan to undertake uh, not less than 1,140 development communication projects aligned to the national communication uh, framework. This is, uh, these are projects that are led by the GCIS from you know, conceptualization until in implementation, and they also mobilize other role players to make sure that we, we increase a multiplicity of voices in those uh, communication uh, projects. We also mobilize other stakeholders to make sure that they support government, especially community-based formations. We also work with them so that we can also, you know, provide context in terms of our, our, our communication programs and to make sure that they, we are on the same page and to also enhance our, 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 our impact. With a, a, my district today, a newsletter, chapters and members of the committee, we try to profile positive stories that are triggered by government uh, 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 interventions in various uh, provinces, because we all know that uh, the mainstream media will always talk to negative uh, 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 issues. But as the GCIS in, in, in provincial uh, 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 spaces, we try to talk to uh, beneficiaries of government programs and to also make sure that 
uh, communities are aware of some of the interventions that government is, is, is working on to improve, or to improve their lives. Uh, uh, in terms of how we harmonize uh, communication across the provincial and local spheres of government, we plan to produce four reports on an annual basis to make sure that we appraise members of the committee uh, in, in terms of our interventions around solidifying you know, government uh, communication system at provincial and local level. This is done through uh, coordinating forums in the form of provincial government communication forum, the district communication forum, the technical district hubs to, to, to support the, the district development model. And we also support the politically led district development model outreaches. So basically that, that's the slide of work that will be undertaken. In the, in the new financial year, chairperson and members of the committee. I'll end there. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, Chair. Can I conclude without really going through this? Uh, we, we've just flagged this um, slide just to orientate the honorable members of where we come from with our five year strategic plan and, and the fact that we are halfway through. But as, as, as part of my conclusion is also to say, chairperson, information dissemination in this country remains a challenge. And it, it is not an exciting thing for us to say the budget of information continues to be reduced. However, we also want to, to indicate the implement, implications of that is that it means we are not making progress in achieving what we sought to achieve in 1994, that we want to close the gap of information deficit for, for, for the poor, particularly in rural areas. I think Tobisa was making mention of the reduction of some of the personnel. One of the interventions that we had made in 1994 is that we will not replace the face-to-face -face engagement with our communities. And that is an, a weak part that we want to say we have had to scale it down because we had people who were allocated districts to encourage dialogue and unlocking some of the information gap in those particular areas. So I think we will continue to have a challenge Unfortunately, yes, the social media or the manner in which information is consumed will never replace the hard information that is still required because this connectivity still remains a challenge in, the, in our country. So there are still those communities that we are expected to still service without necessarily depending on digital or website. So that's what we conclude our presentation, uh, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Williams and the team. MDDA, uh, uh, Board Chair. We'll thank you, Chair. We'll proceed. Thank, thank you, Chairperson and um, uh, Honorable Members and uh, Honorable uh, Deputy Minister. Uh, <clears throat> we will want to add our voice in expressing our condolences to the Masebe family and the country at large. And it is indeed a very sad day 
um, a, in the government communication sector. We also chair would like to uh, welcome um, your opening comments around an appointment that uh, the board uh, comes to uh, take the committee in its confidence uh, around the various issues that you have uh, outlined. Uh, we will await <coughs> the invitation to, to be able to uh, do that. I, I must indicate that I am joined by the, um, the three board members that I have seen in the, in, in the call, being uh, Mr. Hussein Kajika, uh, Mr. Miss uh, Brenda uh, Leonard and Ms. Zanelem Gadi. It is very important, uh, Chairperson, uh, from our perspective, to indicate that um, as regards the national uh, state of disaster uh, that has been declared by the President, uh, the MDDA will do its part. And as it is, uh, we do have some of the projects that have been affected by the happenings in, in the KZN. And as we meet on Friday, the board will be considering some interventions that will be done there. At this moment, Chair, I would like to ask uh, Mr. Mzukashe, who is the acting CEO, uh, to really talk to the presentation as has been presented. I have requested that we um, dispense off with introductory slides, uh, but really just go in into the meat of the presentation and just talk to it. Uh, not necessarily, as, as you requested, not necessarily read through uh, the presentation, Mzu. Okay, um, Chair, can you see my screen? We can see it. Okay, no, no, all right. Oh. Thank you very much. MTDA board members that are here, colleagues from GCIS and MTDA, good morning. So as the chairperson has said, I'll just, um, perhaps I'll, I'll shoot straight to slide nine, because I think this was just the introduction of the agency. So if I go straight to this slide, I think this is a situation analysis. It just paints a picture from what, uh, these external factors affecting our internal operation. Just to say that from the social perspective, I think there's an issue for us to mainstream both gender and disability. We are also, um, in terms of economic, we're saying we do have a shrinking budget, as colleagues have said, and contracting economy. And the other side of the coin is that uh, we continue to have increasing printing and transmission costs. And then politically perspective, it's the issue of MTDA Act review, which is the MTDA Act is, is going to be 20 years next year and seriously needs to be um, uh, amended. So we are busy with the process to ensure that this process take into conclusion. And last and the most important one is the issue of the legal, where we talked about 30% advertising. I think this is an issue must be implemented. I think as departments are, are, are giving GCIS um, money for the advert spend, there needs to be a consideration that the 30% uh, to community media platform must be adhered to. This is an important um, aspect and a pillar of uh, the sustainability uh, uh, model. Um, 
And then, and then if I go straight to the SOW analysis, this is just an analysis, which used to be called a SWOT analysis. Now it's SOW because it looks to an issue of um, both aspiration and results. I think the most important thing for us in aspiration would be the self-sustaining community media. Those are our aspirations. And in results, we want to ensure that there is a decline in repeat funding request so that we can uh, support more districts. And obviously, we also want to make sure that you are known as the innovation hub of the sector. Um, if this will just be the... Um, and then if I zoom in straight into the APP, uh, APP, we, 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 we still have the, uh, the, the indicator for unqualified audit with no significant findings. Uh, for the past consecutive two years, we've managed to achieve this and we'll continue to have this in the APP. You'll also see that both the fruitless and the regular expenditure with the 0% that we, we have no much no errors in matters. And um, I would go into then um, the core business of MDDA, which is uh, the number of funding applications for community broadcast and also for small commercial and digital print media. As you would see, honorable members, that we've kept um, consistent number for the next MTF period. And we have done this uh, 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 as a conservative targeting. I think the MNE language, you'll call it a safe targeting. And the reason being is that we are an, an, a funder-dependent organization. And therefore, for us to, to really um, implement this program, we are solely dependent on the money that we received uh, through the USF levies. And, and if you would have noticed now in the media, currently one of our biggest funder, uh, multi-choice, is currently in hard competition with um with they call them over the top services, YouTube, Netflix, etc. And therefore we also want to implore that the committee assist us to put pressure on INCASA to ensure that these organizations are also regulated so that we can leverage in both ways. And then we would then go to um, the the other, I think the other important indicator I wanted to, to also flag here is the issue of the, the the sustainability model. This is obviously very important um, um, for us because um, uh, the, this model must respond to the three uh, strategic trusts of sustainability. It must respond to the infrastructure, uh, which MDDA is, is, is assisting in terms of rollout. It is must assist in terms of capacity building, although that MDDA is also uh, has an intervention, but it's very minimal. Because the belief is that there would be no sustainability without capacity. And the third one is the issue then of linking media outlets to economic opportunities. Hence, I'd raise the issue of 30% from the government expect to ensure that there is some, some linkage to, to, to economic opportunities from a government perspective. And later, would look at the intervention from the private side. And then private sector side. And then I think these are just risks. Um, uh, and mitigation, safe to say that one of our biggest risks uh, historically was approval uh, of policies because the board was not correcting. But I think since we've had, um, uh, 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 for the past two years, we've, we've not had experience those challenges of correcting. And I would then, this moment, chair, allow the CFO, Mr. Yassin Asma, to take us through the, the, the summary budget. Thanks, Chair.
Good morning, Chair. Good morning, um, Committee of Honorable Deputy Minister, uh, Board and colleagues. Uh, Chair, I think I'm not going to reiterate the point that was mentioned by the GCS in terms of the shrinking budget. And that obviously has an impact in terms of our deliverables. Um, we, uh, Mr. Kashi spoke previously that we are a funding organization, um, and thus we are dependent on donor funding, and especially on the TASA levels. And that depends on the amount of revenue that is generated by the fund this year. So that impact comes through and it comes through in terms of how much money we have available to, to actually split uh, amongst beneficiaries that apply and that are approved for, for funding. Chair, over the last few years, we've seen a decline, obviously, in the interest rate. Um, the interest rate has increased in, in the last few months. So there's an impact in terms of the amount of money we should be able to generate out of it, Chair. Um, Chair, when we, when we do do our budgets, um, Regarding the broadcast funders, chair, we take a more conservative approach in terms of what monies we should receive. Uh, we don't use the actuals of the previous years, as we've seen from the pandemic year. Um, there were reducing revenues, etc. That was specifically the outcome of COVID. Chair. Um, the chain terms of uh, in terms of funding, um, our other funding comes from the fiscus, and this year, chair, treasury actually gave us an additional three million, which we which we've which we motivated so that we can implement and do more projects with regard to print uh, and have more money to fund print chip, because we're struggling in terms of the amount of money available for print chip. Um, chair, in a nutshell, chair, I think the the the, the fiscus is strained. Uh, we are strained in terms of amount of monies that we have, the amount of budget that we have available in terms of what we can implement. And that can be seen by the targets that have been set here. Thank you. Mr. Kashi, back to you. Okay, no, thank you. Uh, thank Oh, thank you very much. I think that concludes our presentation. Over to you, Chair. Uh, that will be the... Uh, presentation from MDDA, but um, before <clears throat> I hand back, uh, I would also want to welcome Chair the, um, the the appointment of the two board members um, that um, the committee has gladly assisted us with. Uh, it is obviously still going through the normal processes, but um, we did get a communication that indicates that the two board members have been appointed. So we really want to express our appreciation for that. Uh, assistant, thanks so much. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, Mr. Matabula, board uh, chair of MTDA and your team. Uh, honorable members, as I as I said, would then uh, take uh, questions, comments, uh, contributions. Uh, based on the presentations as they would have been circulated uh, to members. Uh, Mr. Goma, you'll then assist me also on your side uh, to identify uh, those members who would want to contribute. Am I still audible? Uh, from my side, uh, uh, yes, you are. Uh, and I'm just also experiencing uh, connection challenges. So I'm also in and out. Uh, but you are audible, Chair. Thank you. I'm now inviting uh, honorable members who want to contribute uh, on the presentation. 
I don't see hands on my side, Chair, and we do have uh, members uh, that are, are on the platform, uh, as I can see on my screen, but I'm not sure if the connection is doing them justice, but I don't see any hands on my side. Okay. Whilst you are waiting, check, and I just request uh, Terence from MDDA just to give back the hosting rights. Uh, thank you. I think for those who are experiencing uh, challenges of raising hands, uh, please uh, just unmute your mic so that I see you are trying to get, and otherwise I'll take it as though uh, members are satisfied with the presentation and no further comments to make. I see Honorable Mlala has been getting to the screen. Honorable Mlala. Of course, I can't hear you because you're muted. Chairperson, uh, perhaps you can just check with the members on the platforms if they are able to hear you. Thank you, Chair.
Uh, I would want to move from this point. Just that I'm not sure if I'm the one not audible or is it uh, members who can't uh, get through to the platform. If I may just check honorable members, if I'm audible to you, as I would have asked for those that would want to comment on the presentations made, uh, but also an indication if you are satisfied so that we are able to move forward. I've tried to check with uh, uh, the host uh, 
Mr. Ngoma here. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, it's the system problem, but I would not want to keep the meeting if uh, we have challenges of hearing uh, each other. Because I'll try to check if members are still in the platform and that they hear. I have not had any response from any. Sorry, Chair. <coughs> this is DMCY. Yes. Mina, I hear you. I, I think you are the only person that I hear and the administrator. I'm not sure yes. about other colleagues. Even though others, uh, like I was trying to check here, they get kicked in, so they are in and out. But I can hear you even though you keep cutting, you know, like the sound is not very clear, but I can hear you. Maybe what colleagues can help us, my colleagues from GCIS and MDDA, maybe if we can just say hi, 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 that will give confidence to the chair. Please, let's do that. I see they are here. Even those ones from my office, I see just say hi, hi to the chair so that he can also have confidence that we are here. I think the chair is here. Chair, we can hear you. Hi. Thank we you. Hear you. We are here, Chair. <laughs> we are still here. <laughs> we are available, Chair. So, so it means it's, uh, it's members that may not be available. I'm available, Chair. So, Honorable Basopia, back now. I, I wanted to get members to comment on the presentation, but I couldn't get a response. So I thought uh, because of the network uh, challenges that people reported, I may be speaking to myself and not being heard by people in the platform. So you are here. And the other members, uh, can they still hear? Because I also want us to move from the item, uh, really. Chair, can you hear me? It's Honorable Gupera. Now, now I can hear you, but I'm okay. not sure if you were okay. hearing uh, me all along. Uh, no, somewhere, somehow, uh, it seems as if it was a problem of a network, Chair, but I'm back now. No, I just wanted members who wanted to comment on the presentation of the GCIS and MDDA, if they are comments to make or any contributions that members would want to make. Uh, can I come in, Chair? Okay, proceed, Honorable Kupega. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Chairperson. Good morning to the Chair, the members who are present today, the officials of both uh, on the side of the MGTA and also of the department, uh, uh, Chairperson. Uh, firstly, let me welcome the two presentation chair as these and uh, the department and the entity have presented and uh, maybe by noting to say on the side of the GCIS, uh, we are welcoming the presentation. And also I think we have noted as they are raising on their side and uh, 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 of the budget also to say it seems as if 
the budget is continuing uh, uh, to, 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 to shrink, uh, uh, person. I think we have noted because, indeed, when we are uh, uh, decreasing the budget on the side of the GCIS, you'll understand to say when coming to service delivery, also it will be the challenge uh, on their side. But uh, let me say, uh, safely to say, I think it needs to be taken into consideration the point that they have raised. But we are appreciating on the side of the APPs and also to say uh, we are noting because uh, if they want to deliver and to achieve whatever that they uh, have put it on, on the side of the targets, they need to be given the support. So we are noting uh, that side as they have raised, but seemingly we, we, we can see and hear that uh, on the side of their presentation, they are trying uh, their level best. We will keep on uh, uh, keeping an eye in order that they must achieve whatever that they they, they, they want to achieve on, on those targets, Chair. Uh, uh, let me come on the side of the MDTA also. We are appreciating and we have noting uh, uh, that the Chair of the Board also appreciating on the work that the Portfolio Committee have managed to push on those appointments that uh, uh, they have uh, expected to be assisted in order that they can continue the, the, their work. But uh, I would like to raise also on the side of the MTTA, uh, as we are saying, we can see and, and hear also on the side of the APPs and the budget that they are trying, they are pushing. But since well, we were expecting the report chair on the side of the governance, that uh, as you have raised when you started to open the meeting to say, it seems as if there is no report on that side and we are still waiting. We want to hear uh, on the side of the governance. Uh, I would ask and have a plea on that side to say, let them prepare that report in order that the report must come to the portfolio in order to deal with those matters, Chair. So I hope uh, they are listening, but we are also appreciating on that side uh, of their APPs and also to say, and let them hold uh, uh, fast in order that they can uh, 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 deliver in the manner that they want to deliver. But also we are fully much aware on the side uh, of the, 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 the grants to say it's still a challenge and a journey in order that they can see how best they can achieve in order that they can present. So I would appreciate and thank on the side of the DM because she's the one who's driving uh, also on this uh, 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 entity and the department. So we would like just to say, take into consideration DM, we are still waiting for that report. We would like just to ask to say in the future, let the report of the governance side on the side of the MTTA being presented uh, in the portfolio committee. I thank you, uh, Chairperson. Chair, are you here? Am I audible now? Yes, I can hear you now, Chair. All right. No, I, 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 I could hear, but it seems you do not hear me. I've long opened up my mic. I think you've made uh, uh, the points and this commitment to getting the governance uh, 
report. It's unless there is a member I may be leaving out who really want to speak after Honorable Kubega would have spoken uh, so that I then raised a few points I wanted to raise. Uh, let me get to one comprehensive response and then uh, move towards close after me. I'm not sure if Mr. Ngoma is now back uh, because he was also thrown out. Yes, I am back, Chairperson, and uh, there are no hands on my side. No hands on your side? No, that's fine. I just wanted to just lift up two or three points on GCIS. Uh, maybe as you make your your comments uh, on what Honorable Kubega would have raised. <clears throat> the part about budget, I think uh, it's something that the committee would have to uh, take up uh, because in your targets uh, they've seen that you're also raising issues in relation to to ICT and that's a big problem for a government communications uh, a department when times uh, are changing uh, moving more towards uh, towards uh, digital uh, but also maybe because uh, the DG made an important point that in some of the areas where really digital has not been uh, the platform and don't rely more uh, on your hard approach to communication, whether it's distribution of Fukuzanzele uh, as well as uh, your face-to-face -face, uh, uh, communication, and that the budgets affect that side. What we do not get to know, though, is what will then be the plan to keep those uh, communities uh, still informed in fulfilling what uh, she referred to as the 1994 uh, commitment uh, in that regard. Just again on the, uh, on the MAC side, uh, we, we did hear that uh, a council may have been appointed and so on. Uh, but I think the worry is just the alignment question, uh, that the structure is there. Uh, but in your plans, you are still talking about getting the code uh, or the codes uh, right, which will be the basis uh, for you to intervene uh, in that uh, marketing and, and that in the advertising space. Uh, so is the alignment there? So if you can speak to, to that when you respond how you are, how you are dealing with that question, because that's an important uh, transformation uh, intervention uh, in that space, uh, the setting up of that council and ensuring that uh, it regulates uh, uh, the space. Uh, so that will be the, I think for me, the two main questions I wanted to ask there. Uh, on the MDDA, because we'll still deal with the matters uh, of governance, I think for me, two concerns that you may need to uh, speak to or, or three. One being that I, I saw in the targets, when it gets to paying uh, invoices within the 30 days uh, for 
the other years uh, you are looking at 100%, but in the outer year you are looking at uh, 90%, which is, uh, in my view, a regression. Just to check whether it's a typo error or it's a it's really a commitment uh, you are making uh, that you'll regress uh, once you get to the outer year. So that if that needs to be corrected, it can be corrected and we can measure you on what you've committed yourself to. Just again on the allocation uh, of, of, of uh, your grants uh, or supporting of applications, <clears throat> there again a bit of uh, disjuncture. Maybe you, you may want to explain that. You are still talking to to the model uh, uh, and you continue to plan as though for the full uh, uh, term you will be looking at uh, the old one. Is it because you have not finalized uh, education as well as uh, probably no, no preliminary or final report? on the model itself so that we are sure once again that we are not just about dispensing those grants but we do it in a way that is sustainable that people cannot come back to the system all the time but again where others can indeed graduate uh, from asking assistance from government but are able to to take the, the the community media to the next level, that there's space to do so within within the model. So, so those are the points I, I wanted to uh, to raise. Uh, so, if as you respond or commenting on what Honorable Kubega would have raised, please talk to those two. Uh, <clears throat> will be directed by you, uh, DM, whether you'd want to come at the end or at the beginning and, and then uh, give people to, to respond. No, thank you, Chair. Um, just one for me. I think the other one's colleagues will venture into. Yeah, I think it would be better if maybe with relation, in relation to the governance report, maybe you can give us a time frame. So you are saying in the next portfolio committee, we must maybe probably bring something so that we know that we are working on a particular deadline. I, the, the, the other inputs I'm taking them in and, and we're noting them for ourselves to be able to self-correct and relook uh, into issues. And I'm also hoping that maybe by the time we come back to the portfolio committee, we shall be having a response or an update from the board of MDD in relation to what is it that is happening? Because I'm presuming that also the, the update on governance will also capture some form of update from the board in relation to what you had said is in the media and you you are seeking clarity about. I think those are the ones from me. So if maybe you can also just guide us in relation to a deadline. Thank you. <laughs> Can I come in on the question you asked us 
Yes, please proceed. Thanks. DG Chairperson, you know, you raised an issue of saying in the light of the cuts, what is the alternative? And I don't want us to sound like we are crybabies uh, as, as a department, but we just wanted to paint a picture because you've been with us in this journey. When the cuts were made uh, prior to the year-on-year cuts, every district, we made sure that it is serviced, not only with content, but also with engagement. Uh, just to cite the one on the gender-based violence, there was so much work we were doing on the ground in engaging with women and men in rural areas, which is an area where a lot of people don't appreciate the amount of gender-based violence at the community level and the educating of society around their rights, what they need to do, where they need to go to, why it is wrong to train a boy child in this way. Those dialogues used, we believe they were quite effective. We have had to stop them. Uh, Initially, we combined district with one person to combine two or three, but then it came with also costs because it meant that communicator need to have a lot of, 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 of traveling costs. That traveling cost, we could manage it for a while. With the recent cost, we have had to stop because then they can't actually travel these long distances without depleting our budget. The IT, as we speak now, the studio in parliament is no longer working. And it's a studio that was servicing even honorable members to beam to all community radio stations. That studio is no longer working because of the technology. The parliamentary briefing room, the one that we call Imbizo, it used to service the parliamentary media together with the Pretoria and across the country. If you notice, we haven't used it for a while. I think we are only assisted because of the, the new technology changes. But again, it is because of our infrastructure that is collapsing. So what you are asking me is said to say we are losing the ground that we had made. And until we are able to convince whoever who listens that information in this country is doing injustice to deprive South Africans with their right to know what is happening, it is sadly to, to say that we are not going to make any progress until our resources are actually adjusted accordingly. Uh, and that's what I can say. Uh, I think Urehoma wanted to say something on the MEP charter. Thank you. Thank you, DG, um, honorable uh, members and um, chairperson. On the MEC sector code, the, the sector code is there. However, it needs to be reviewed. So the council that has been appointed, it's, it is their duty and their task to actually take the code, um, the code on a public uh, consultation process. So they will be underdoing that so that the, the, um, the code can be updated and um, also be gazette, published on the um, uh, government gazette for comments and uh, be approved. 
So that is the target that we have for, for this year for ourselves, that the, um, the code be reviewed and published um, in, the, in the Gazette um, and, and uh, in the process of it being rene renewed. I thank you, Chairperson. Yes, MDB, Chair. Chairperson, I will ask the CFO to respond to the issue of um, the targets in respect of the invoices, whether is it a typo or a actual regression that is being seen there. Mzu um, or the CFO, can you respond to that question? Oh, yes, yes, Chair. No, it is a typo, um, um, honorable members. As you can see, slide 15. Um, in terms of the year MTF, it, it runs 100% across. And then when it was a portion quarterly, I think were, that was just a typo to have it 90. And then the second question on the, on the model, if you can see according to our plan, we, we plan to have this model uh, completed by end of this financial year, meaning that by 2023, and then we'll start rolling out the, the, the model then to ensure that we start stimulating the sustainability within the sector. So hence our targets then will remain as they are until the, 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 the model is in full motion. Thank you, Chairperson and Honorable members. Thank you. Dan Butcher. Good chair and your team, are you done? Yeah, we, we, we're done, chair. Thanks so much. I was struggling to unmute there. Thanks so much, chair. All right, thank you. I take it that in the absence of hands, there's been response to the questions you would have asked. And of course, where corrections need to be made, would be made. I think it's important because once their targets have been agreed, and there may have been uh, an error, it will then stay with us as a way of measuring what you need to do. Uh, maybe just uh, in, in, in response as a way of summarizing the discussion is that we do note the part in relation to budget. And this is a matter we would have to uh, take it up uh, also from the work we do in our party caucuses, just to lift up the importance of uh, ensuring that people are kept informed and that this goes with the uh, the budgets and, and sadly, we also hear of a possible loss of very important uh, infrastructure or, or communications, which uh, uh, needs upgrade to be relevant with times. Uh, I think these are matters we should be able to take up. Uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, from the side of the department, uh, as a stopgap measure, maybe something to consider uh, is how in the intervening period, uh, the uh, district uh, uh, development model would be uh, 
uh, utilized uh, as a way of reaching out uh, more uh, communities with the little resources that you may have uh, at this point. But this does not rule out uh, the importance of still taking up uh, the matter because government, uh, even in this sphere, uh, which is national, has a responsibility to keep in touch uh, with the communities. And, and surely uh, those who had an opportunity of looking at uh, uh, the president's and so the free state uh, recently, you will also see that uh, uh, there's, there's real thirst uh, shown by people to engage with their own uh, government uh, other than uh, just the digital space, but to have that understanding in the field of engaging uh, with government directly. Uh, so I think that's that's something we'll have to, to really uh, take up. Uh, of course, uh, as it relates to the meeting, like I said in the opening, there will be interaction between uh, the content advisor and your team there in terms of what we would expect from the report. I think out of that discussion, uh, Deputy Minister, we should be understanding then your readiness on your side to come before the committee and present in the timelines that we may, have, we may also get from the House Chair as this would be an application outside of what we submitted uh, as as our program. So so in that score, even though we would be adopting our uh, program, we we know it's subject to change, but that change still needs the House Chair to, to give approval. So we'll be taking that uh, into account uh, as we as we engage with with yourselves there. So I, I hope that that clarifies. Doesn't help to say would uh, put it in the next meeting and find that the information required may not be ready next week Tuesday. I'm making it as an example or on the third. And and remember already according to the program we already planned. Uh, uh, heavily for the other days that are coming. So, so it's a matter we'll be able to take. But what is important is the resolve of the committee that would have an appointment with the MTDA and the entity oversight uh, of the department uh, to look at uh, those governance matters in the MTDA and how they are being dealt with uh, in order to ensure stability of the entity and that it's able to deliver on its mandate. Uh, I, I hope that that clarifies. So having made that clarity, uh, it will then leave us with uh, indeed only one item, Mr. Ngoma, if uh, not mistaken, which will just be the adoption of uh, the program uh, as a formal uh, decision of the committee. Stengoma, are you back? Yes, I am here, Chaperson, and uh, I'm preparing to share the program. Okay. 
So, so with that, as the program is being shared, um, let me, in case we lose some people, let me take the opportunity of thanking the Deputy Minister GCIS team and MDDA for coming through. We would not hold you uh, for this item where we just approved the program of the committee in case there are urgent matters that you need to attend to. Otherwise, you are still free to be on the platform. Thank you. Honorable members. Thank you. Honorable members, that's the program, uh, the draft program as it has been circulated to yourselves. Uh, of course, as it is the principle, uh, our programs are subject to uh, reviewal as when there are urgent matters that are referred uh, to the committee, as well as matters of public interest that uh, cannot escape the attention of the committee, that we are able to make an application and get those uh, to come uh, before us. So that's the program. You can scroll through. So that's uh, the proposed program. May I invite members who would want to take a contribution or any amendments you'd want to that the meeting affect them, and then we submit the program. That's go. May I check on that? If there are no. Chairperson, I have my hand up. Okay. Sorry, Chairperson, the network has just been bad today. Chairperson, on the program, I don't think I saw anything about oversight visits. And you can educate me. Should that not be part of the plan, considering there was also one that was cancelled because of that agency sitting that we had before Parliament rose? Okay, we note that, and I'm sure there would be some response to it with regard to parliamentary program. I just check with the content, advice and support staff, if uh, if there is uh, such. In the, in the period, but they are raising, uh, of course, uh, an important point with uh, with us in this committee. With so many entities, uh, I think we should be having more of uh, these oversights. Uh, 
to understand better what's happening. May I just check uh, if the content advisor is on the platform? The comment support, maybe something to go and work on. Uh, of course, taking into account the parliamentary program. Uh, 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 thank you very much. Just to to, to uh, respond, uh, I, I'm aware that uh, the content advisor had uh, informed me that he's also experiencing uh, challenges. Chairperson, unfortunately, uh, uh, the parliamentary program uh, oversight uh, period is only uh, this week, uh, Chairperson, and uh, unfortunately, again, Chairperson, that uh, during this week, uh, the committee has uh, this meeting, which also uh, needs to be, the reports of uh, thereof needs to be adopted uh, in the next two weeks. So this week, Chair, according to the parliamentary program, was reserved for oversight visit, but unfortunately, we had to slow, uh, to deal with these budgets as well. So that is why the committee does not have, we don't see a, a, an oversight on the program because it was only this week. And thereafter, the, uh, as members would be aware, that as soon as the committees had finished uh, considering the annual performance of the departments, then there will be uh, uh, many plenaries uh, to then consider budget votes, uh, which will run until, unfortunately, uh, uh, the, uh, so that is why there is no uh, program, but uh, sorry, no oversight on the program. But Chairperson, as we all know, uh, sometimes parliamentary program change, which then also change, would uh, effect changes on the, on the committee. And as you had uh, indicated, Chairperson, uh, that uh, indeed uh, we are also working very hard to see that the committee does uh, uh, go on oversight, but sometimes uh, the, 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 the program of parliament itself uh, does not allow. And also taking into consideration, Chairperson, that this committee oversees uh, uh, two departments, which is uh, uh, the government communication and information system, and as well as uh, the DCDT. Uh, together with all the entities reporting to those two departments. And so sometimes uh, it becomes really difficult uh, uh, for this committee to take on that. But as soon as the, the space uh, uh, are made in the, in the parliamentary program, uh, which will not really uh, affect uh, uh, the, also the business of this committee, such as this one, which is legislated uh, and uh, very important that the committee considers this APP so that the departments are able to then uh, proceed with their work. So that is why Chairperson uh, uh, members will not see anything for this term that talks to oversight visit. Thank you very much, uh, members. Uh, Honorable Bolani, I'm sure there's been a response to the point you've made. May, may I then uh, still put the point that to still allow uh, from the content advisor side and the support that we do still make an application uh, such that any space that gets to be open, we are considered for uh, an oversight uh, visit. It may be the same one that we planned, uh, take those areas we needed to take uh, and be able to get even more if, if one has to put it in that way, just to be sure that uh, we are able to cover 
and the space given the load of work uh, put on the committee to do oversight. I'm not sure if that would suffice, uh, Honorable Bolani, on your question. Thank you, Chairperson. I know the answer. Okay. Thank you. So in that score, may I then uh, get honorable members a mover uh, for adoption of the program and the second, uh, of course, with the uh, proviso would have put forward that our program remains a doubt that we would amend to effect important uh, matters that the committee may need to consider, which may have not been in the plan. Honorable Kubeka. Honorable Kubeka. Thank you, Chair. For the adoption of the program for the whole of this term, Chair. Thank you very much. Honorable Kubeka moves. Can I get a second? No seconds, Chairperson. Honorable Bolani, seconds. May I just check if there's an objection in adopting the program? So no objection. Uh, so the program is agreed to. Uh, and that takes us to the end of the meeting, isn't it, uh, Mr. Mgoma? That was the last item. That was the last item. Thank you very much. Thank you. That takes us to the end of uh, the meeting. I must appreciate the members that you stayed uh, up to this far, including uh, those from uh, the department, the ministry, PLOs. And I'm sure by now you understand what our program would look like. And of course, when there are changes, all stakeholders will be informed accordingly so that uh, they play the role that uh, uh, they play. So we will really appreciate even civil society organizations uh, that keep uh, monitoring the work that we do on behalf of society uh, as elected representatives of the people. Uh, with that, thanks honorable members, the meeting stays agent until we meet uh, again. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair.